This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. What kind of producer are you? Not a producer. You are. That's what you do. You're, you're the executive producer. Executive? <laughs> Isn't the executive the guy that puts out the money? I mean, I guess. And then you want to be just for their. I gave you an extra title. You want to be just producer then? Then fine. Well, I, don't, I don't want anything more than whatever I'm, my I'm, title is. I'm franchise creator, so that's what Franchise. Fran, fr- French fries creator? I wish. It's that strawberry lemonade I had for lunch. Oh, from the burger place? Yeah. How was it? Not good. We won't mention names. No, we're not going to. But, like, dude, like, how is it not good? The the burger consistency felt like a, like, uh, McDonald's burger. So it was, like, thin and floppy? Like, very crispy on the edges, kind of like uh, those frozen, like, the Bubba burgers. Ah. You know, like, yeah, that, uh, it was I don't use frozen burgers. I use I fresh either. meat burgers, and then I don't use frozen. Well, yeah, but when I had to, or I went to a party and they used it. I don't know what parties you're going to that are uh, serving. Yeah, I go to a party every weekend. There's a party you for this. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I do. First birthday parties. Okay, all uh, those over are the not place. parties. Those are... Then what are they? Soul-draining gatherings. <laughs> but I, if there's an invitation involved, it's a party. But you could get invited to a funeral. It doesn't mean it's a party. But you don't get an invitation to a funeral. I mean, then you, I don't know what groups you're hanging out with, but I get plenty. <laughs> That's weird. I know. Hello, my friends. And my friends, you too. you got to stop. I'm like, not. Think of your own intro. I've been I carefully... Creating this intro I, I over the past half decade, you can't swoop in I on your have, winged horse of nonsense and my hat and your hat and just the, oh yeah, I have friends too. You might, but the, the right now they're not. These okay. are they don't All know right, who you are. Start yet. over. It's too late. It already started. Okay, you want me to start over? I told you to. All right. Hello, my friends and people and gals out there. People and gals, because gals aren't people. You're just not good at this. <laughs> We're gonna start that one over. Uh, That's how many terrible. times? How many times we got to start? That's so Before funny. you get your shit together. Why do you have to call me out like that? Because I, because I call you out every episode. We've only had four. That's terrible. Oh, my God. Oh. All right. Nick Labretti here. JRCigars.com. G-dubs. Yeah. Greg Waters bringing you episode uh, four, four of the Long Ash Podcast. Hope you guys have been enjoying it I so I feel far. so lost without Secret Chris. I know. Well, I, like, I feel like I... I, I mean, it, it, behind the camera looks the same now. It really does. It's when he's here because he's secret. We don't even know. He could this be filming true. us right now. This is true. Uh, Secret Chris. Um, so, uh, hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with our first guest, Miguel Shodell. If you haven't, please go check it out. It's on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, Miguel from Crown Heads. Really awesome episode. Uh, but now it's just back to the two of us, and we're going to continue taking Greg on his journey through the infancy of the, his cigar the journey knowledge. journey of cigars. And we're going to mature him. The one man, one cigar. Okay. What do you All right, I'm, not, I'm done. So, we did... Dude, uh, how, you gotta, how many different personas you got to put yourself into? <laughs> like, just be Greg Waters. <laughs> Um, I feel like my myself is very boring. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you, but like they want to know the boring you. That's that, that's I? the that's the who you who I became friends with. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I didn't become. But friends I do like with, the movie voice. I didn't, but I do the movie voice without the. Video I didn't know camera. you as as cool college baseball pitcher who this was macking with chicks. I didn't know that. I felt, Greg. Lot, I felt more confident back. I know back Greg, who who easily knows the temperature of breast milk. <laughs> like that's the Greg yes. that I met. It's so sticky. <laughs> um. No, I, I do the. I always done the movie. Ones. You have done the movie, so I'll I give you can't. That. I'll can't. Give you that. I just the first time I displayed it to everybody. Uh, but yeah. uh, this week you on, flashed it to everybody. <laughs> Pablo Francisco, your, watch your, out! Your vocal, wherever you are, watch your out. Vocal <laughs> trench coat. You just flashed yes. everyone your impression. Um, so they checked out. Pick, pick my, my sticks. stick, and it was a whopping decision. Yeah. It was a landslide, as I, I well, like to call it. Yeah, who's I don't know who they are. The political, like presidential, racist. It was a landslide. Democrats take it 78 to 2. <laughs> Wait, what political office is there? 74 people voting? No, 78 80%. Well, it's the, the people that didn't vote. Okay. So it's 20% of the people that didn't decide. Man, to vote. you're just. You're I'm winging. It's Friday. It is. It is. Um, so we had uh, the Alec Bradley Prensado up against the legendary Oliva Siri V. Now, I will say, although it got crushed percentage wise, they were amongst the two highest voted we've had so far. How many votes did we have? Uh, well, about 250, well, wow. closer to 300. Thank and, you, fans. And so Prensado got over uh, like 120 votes. It's just all the other ones went to Oliva. Oh. 
Um, so, Greg, is this your first time enjoying an Oliva V series? Yes, it is. Okay, you want a little history of? Oliva? I want a little history. Okay, you want to ask questions? Or you want me to just just lecture? I want the history of Oliva Series V. Okay, is that a question? That's, That's a the question. That's not a I, question. Okay, <laughs> so let's go back. <laughs> what is the history of Oliva Cigars? Okay, it's Oliva Cigar Company. Um, Oliva follows the trajectory of many of those bigger family-based. Um, tobacco and cigar manufacturers, very similar to a Fuente or a Padron. Um, the founder of, I guess, the, the patriarch of the tobacco side of the family was a man by the name of Melanio Oliva, and he started growing tobacco in Cuba, and I believe around 1886, so very, very long ago, in the famed Pinar del Rio region, which is basically like the region of cigar tobacco in Cuba. I mean, there's several, but that's the famous one, you know, the part against Monte Cristo's. Yeah, it's a very famous it's region. It's very famous. Um, and then uh, then I went to his son, and I think his name was uh, Hippolito, uh, which is, I think has a Greek derivation there. And then it went to Gilberto, who uh, in the 1960s, after the Cuban Revolution, decided to bring his tobacco in and, and emigrate to Nicaragua. Grew tobacco in Nicaragua for a number of years. Um, I believe they used one of Placencia's old factories to actually roll their cigars. Then there was a Sandinista revolution. And so they went to several different countries. I believe they went to Mexico. They went to the Philippines. They went to uh, maybe Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, one of the islands. And uh, they were just trying different regions. And then they ended up back in Nicaragua and then really blossomed as a cigar company uh, during the boom of the 90s, uh, originally making a lot of budget cigars. But then uh, with the introduction, I mean, the Oliva V series in 2007 is really what took them off to be a, a major player. But they had some, they have a, a fantastic portfolio. But the Oliva V was that cigar that really set them apart. Very similar to uh, like an Opus X for a Fuente right. or uh, a Padron 64 or 26 for the Padron family. That, that first cigar that sets you on that next level. It was the Oliva Serie V, which has spawned. So many limited editions. It spawned uh, a sub-brand in the uh, Oliva Serie V Melania, which is the box press, very highly rated. Uh, they came out with a Maduro version of the Serie V. So very important, not just to the history of the family, but I believe to cigar history. It's, it's on that Mount Rushmore. Um, would you like to know a little bit about the cigar itself? Yes, I would. But you said something in interesting that this is the first time I ever heard you speak about it to me, is mm -hmm. that they went to the Philippines. Oh, yeah, Philippines. So, I mean, who else has... I don't know uh, do the, they grow or they just have the factory there? Oh no, grow. This is these just are all grow. area. I mean, okay. you'd be surprised. In the uh, during the eighties, uh, Jamaica was actually a very big producer of cigar tobacco. Very famous brands such as Macanudo got their start in Jamaica. I believe Greycliff, if I'm not mistaken, originally was made out of Jamaica. And one of my father's favorite cigars from back in the day, the Royal Jamaicans. Um, very sweet tobacco came out of there. Then after a series of hurricanes, it kind of demolished the cigar industry in Jamaica. Many of those guys relocated to uh, the Dominican Republic. But recently, if you've seen the past couple of years, Macanudo has been doing some limited edition Jamaican right. tobacco. And I believe even Nick Melillo used Jamaican tobacco in some of his blends. And I think Eric Espinosa as well. So it's, okay. it's coming back. I don't know if it'll be as major of a player as it once was. Okay. But uh, yeah. So there you go. All right, excellent. Well, thank you very much for that. No problem at all. So the so, Oliva Serie V, very, very good smoke. I'm going to get you into the nitty-gritty here. I just want to make sure I'm getting this information what's right. What's the strength we got on this guy? Very strong. Very the strong. The Serie V is very strong. Um, it uses, I know it uses a sun-grown wrapper. I, I just want to make sure I'm getting all my, my information here Cor correctly? Cor correctly. 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 Um, yeah, so a sun-grown Habano wrapper. Uh, the binder comes from uh, the Yalapa Valley in Nicaragua, and then I believe it uses Nicaraguan filler tobacco. Yes, I know that. <coughs> um, I was so sick this week. You right? were sick I this week. I was so sick I'm glad this you're week. back. I mean, I'm, I'm back as I can be. I'm able to smoke a cigar now, which is really all I care about, but it was bad. You were a trooper. You came back for the top I had a five. Film you got the top five. You came in just for the top five. We had Calibri. We did we some did. videos with, with Calibri that will be launching soon. And which yeah. you're going to show off that sweet little oh, lighter we yes, got there in a little bit. They gave me a little a little treat, which I'll show you. Actually, all my accessories today have been have been nice treats. I've been little little nice presents. And I have my hat is a nice little treat. Much thanks to Don Juan El Uber. Uh, that and that guy, Steve Saka, with the Steve Saka. Saka we have this is a, this is this our is table of treats, if you will. Um, many of them gifted to, gifted to me from from various friends. Let's tell everybody on the podcast who's not watching. The so podcast, we got the podcast. Uh, 
hell are you doing today? I don't know. Man, Secret Chris goes and you just fall I, I just feel like just fall I, feel, I feel like it's one of those things that we're just sitting there and I just set up the camera and we're filming you. It's just... It's out of my that's realm. That's exactly one of those things. That's, that's, it's, what, it's, that's what it is. I feel it's like just, which one I of those things just, where I'm filming, not, but I'm also here. Uh, I don't, I don't. <laughs> oh, oh I Greg can't. Waters. I can't. So we got uh, Drew Estate Skateboards. Signed, I got this right? skateboard. Uh, no, not signed, but a limited edition. Signed. One of their skateboards back from, um, this was 2017. Unfortunately, one of my coworkers dropped it and chipped the top, which I'm very I thought you were about. doing like a kickflip. No. What's no. that? Oh, it's oh that's uh, Jesse Flores, who was their artist. He struck out. He's on his own now, doing his own kind of stuff. But he was their big artist, did a lot of their swag items. So limited edition skateboard, limited edition uh, cigar. What should I call it here? I can't think mold. of it. Mold, a cigar mold here. Um, a son, that was one of the uh, Undercrown special series. The um, what should I call it? Came with size. two cigars in this. Yeah, the Magnificos. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're both smoked. I have another were one they, that, that were was they signed big by JD. Cigars. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're the length they're long, of that box. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Nice picture here from uh, Robert Caldwell, one of his many yes. artistic works. This actually, I believe, represents the uh, Savages line. Okay. I can't see it, but I'm assuming. I think so. Yeah. Because you have the other one that's from yeah. Blind Man's Bluff, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, the other one's Blind Man's Bluff. And then two nice hats. Thank you, Zycar, for the hold. Yeah. <laughs> Another, uh, got a nice crown heads hat, a black label trading company hat, and uh, one of my prized possessions, because it also looks a little bit like me, is the uh, Sackis How's his back smell? I don't know. I know. <laughs> so bad. That made me laugh when I was editing it. Editing? Editing. But the, uh, the Saga Squatch, uh, courtesy of uh, Steve Stocker and my dear friend Dave Lafferty of Dunbarton Tobacco & Co. And we're going to be doing giveaways with those products uh, coming up in the next few weeks. Fantastic. So let's crack into these. Yes. Sweets, so I'm going to go off right off the bat. Did when you bring you a beverage? Of course not. Crack. Why would I bring a beverage? You're gonna need. You know one. why? You know why I didn't bring a beverage? Because I spilled the last, the last one? one. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm beverage well, shot. You are Greg Water, so I'm, you do. I'm beverage shot. If you want, you want me to entertain them while you get some water, or do you want to split? Do you want to go get a cup from over no, there? We can I'm, split. I'll, I'll live. All right. I never smoke a cigar without some kind of drink. Well, that's why I'm a beginner and you're aficionado. Yeah, that's that's okay. We're All right. Well, we'll, we'll see how this goes. So All first right. off, when you pick up a cigar, what are you looking? At? Especially with this cigar, what do you what what appeals to you? What what do you, what's going through the mind? Well, it's tough to kind of say now, just because I'm so used to the brand because I've been smoking it for so many years. So just seeing the colors, the red and the brown, and that and that gold label and that very prominent V on there, it just already connotates luxury, high end prominence. Um, the first time you kind of look at it, I mean, visually it's stunning in terms of, you can tell it has good construction. Right. Um, oily, nice oily wrapper. It smells sun ground. It does. It, it, it really it, does. It gets you right here. Yeah. It's, that's, that's how I, I don't know, I don't, I'm not pawning this off as like official aficionado knowledge, but when I smell a cigar that I end up enjoying after, I always get like a tickle right at the top of my nose. That's how I know I'm going to, for some reason, I don't know what it is. I think it might have something nose to hair. do with strength. I don't know. It's just, okay. I get it right here. Uh, but yeah, it's your true calling. Yeah, to smell cigars. Yes, that's, that's it. So you're smoking the famed Bellicoso size, while I'm going in for this is actually a newer, not new, but newer size in the Lancero from them. So we're going to cut these up using my Zycar Christmas cutter that we gave. We had a big giveaway with these uh, over the holiday season. So let's get into this. Going to give it. Are we going to go into the more seasonal ones down the road? What do you mean? With the cutters? We're talking about that? Uh, yeah, we're working on something with Zycard. We're going to work on more, something? more seasonal contest cutters. So I can get a little snip there. And then I have the uh, Colibri Daytona lighter, which was gifted to me by the fantastic folks at Colibri. Um, and that's cool Arctic blue camo design. Awesome. I like how on the side, you see how you can see how much juice. I like that. You see, it's got a lot of juice. I like in that. that. And a little knob at the bottom. Yeah, a nice rig knob to control your Nice stuff. single flame. That's really high. You can take that down a notch. And I also notice it has the metals on the on the band that a lot of cigar manufacturers mm -hmm. are using, uh, like the Upman and. Is that how many awards they've won? Um, with Oliva, I mean, I'm not sure. I know with Romeo, the metal and Upman because they're such old brands dating back to like the turn of the century, that they won a lot of awards at various, you know. Uh, World's Fairs where they used to have like cigar contests and cigar tastings and they would win awards there. Uh, I'm sure maybe this is from uh, Oliva winning awards. I don't think as old of awards. I think it's more maybe re like Cigar of the Year maybe they do one. I'm not, I'm not sure. And, and honestly, we spent quite a bit of time today trying to figure out what the V stood for. Yeah. I, and I'm still ashamed don't know. I don't know that. 
So the only thing that I saw was that they have the Serie G, the O, and the V. And in alphabetical order, it goes by... Strength. Strength. Mellow, medium, full. That's all I got. That's all I saw. And that's, that's good, but, like, why those letters? Well, I think, I think you hit it on with the G, right? The G maybe for Gil for Gilberto for Gilberto, one of the right. main patriarchs of the family. Then, but yeah, but then what's the and then O for Oliva and then V right. for Va for the in Oliva. Maybe for victory. Victory. That's not good. <laughs> this is my first time trying it in a Lanchero. Do you find it harder to cut? I mean, obviously you cut so many cigars, but as like a beginner cutting a Lancero over any other... No, I mean, once you... It's like, I hate to use this cliche, but like riding a bike, like once you know how to do it, you just know how to do it. It might take you a while to figure it out, but once you know exactly where to cut on the cigar, which is right underneath that cap that they put, uh, once you know that, then it's pretty much the same. You know what I mean? Okay, so now that we lit it up, what are you getting right now? What is what is what are you thinking? What's your mind process going into it? Obviously, well, you, you, have, you never had the Lancero. I never so. had, and I think we're going to end up getting two different experiences from this. Uh, but that's good because mm-hmm. I want you to have your own experiences, Greg. You need to be your own man, even though you're thirty years older than me. Thirty? Yeah. What are you? Sixty? Am I like uh, what are those? I've never that, seen someone those? who looks so young, but is in fact so, so old. So old. You're, like you know what you know what you can see your how old you are, your yeah. eyes. Yeah, you look. You know what's funny? I look, you look at like videos. You look like a World War One vet. Like I, you've seen <laughs> trench warfare and you lived in mud. I look like at videos from a year ago that I was in, and you're like, and oh, what I'm like, to that guy? wow, I look so lively. I look like I weigh the same. I, I'm like, oh, this guy looks great. And then I look at myself now. I'm like, being a you father need a nap. is much like being a war hero. Like, listen, you did what you had to do. You're proud of what you did. But it was hell to do. Especially uh, two kids under two. I mean, that was You know, really cool. like I always said to everybody, I really, really think about the second one. Just really think about it. The second one, I'm the third one in my family. What the hell are my parents thinking about? Uh, maybe they like odd numbers. But I, see, I was, though, I was, I wasn't, I mean, I might have been a mistake. I probably was. But I was far enough away from, my, like, my sister is four years older than me. So by the time I was like two or three, I had like an older role model. Like my sister can kind of help take care of me. So she, they, they kind of had, you know, already built in assistance living with them. You right. Well, I mean? see, I was in the middle and my brother was five years older than me. And then my sister <laughs> is 18 months younger than me. So he was almost, almost seven years older than your sister. Right. Because he was five. Right, right. Yeah, so like six and a half years. So a lot of beatings. Oh, dude, I still get beat by my parents. It's awesome. No, my brother. Oh. Uh, Not anymore because I'm bigger than all of them now. You see, my brother can, my older brother can kick my ass more now because he's in the military. But when we were kids, like, my brother's fit. He dude runs, like, the Marine right. Corps Marathon. He runs all these mar- – like, he ran the half marathon with me that I did. And what? it was a – I did the, the Rocky run. A what? A half marathon. What? Okay, I know you know. I, You're the athlete here. You actually played a sport. No, you ever seen the league? Uh, not recently. Well, obviously, it's been uh, <laughs> off the air for the past three three years, I think. Yeah. In the, in the show, um, damn it, what's his name? Uh, oh, so, so you're, you're a big boy on campus know, with I'm your so little right now. with your little cameo of a, so of a TV right show now. that you don't even remember. You must the doctor, be, the you, plastic you, surgeon, Nick Kroll. No, uh, the bald head, Andre. Andre. Oh. Andre was doing a marathon, and all the guys were like, "What?" And every time he said marathon, they're like, what? Because they don't run. They drink beer and watch football. That's a great dated reference. (laughs) Yeah, well. I'm sorry. I got to be Yeah, let's go. Let's go move on to the cigar. Anyway, my brother could beat the shit out of me now, but he couldn't back then because I was always just bigger than him. Not that like I beat him up, but like if we were like wrestling, I would just sit on him. Right. Or we would do what we called the uh, Indiana Jones move, which is from uh, the uh, last crusade when he would bang in the guy's head on the tank. Yes. I would do that to my brother on the beanbag. I would hide in a bathroom and lock the door. Isn't that what you do now? <laughs> no, I don't, no, I don't do that. When you just want to have one Oreo without somebody begging you for No, nah, it's so funny. We got ice cream the other night, and I did not share any of mine until, like, there's like, three bites left. And That's the thing I don't get about kids. Like, if I have kids one day, like, I'll take care. Like, you know, I'll get you your own treats, your own food. But, like, then my stuff is mine. I'm not going to get no, you your own not. ice cream and then part of my ice yep. cream. Yep, it's over. Yeah, well, that's why. I'm going to drink your milkshake. Yeah, I'm going to eat your freaking cookies yeah, and cream. That's what your kid does, is yeah. drink your milkshake. I mean, not my kid. Yeah. I don't have well, one. 
I mean, when you, when you decide, as far as I know, when you decide, <laughs> when you adopt, I, w- I would adopt like a like a fourteen year old like, like Italian dude just to hang out with Italian dude, or or like like an eighteen year old athlete that's like going to like D one. Oh yeah, okay. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I got him. Yeah. I'll take care. What of happened? Him. Like, uh, what happened to his parents? That, I, yeah, don't know. Know. I don't know. That's a shame. Poor guy. Um, what are you getting so far? Um, I'm getting smooth. Cedar, a little bit of cedar, but not 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 much pepper. I thought I would get from Nicaragua tobaccos. I'm getting. I see. I'm getting well, a little more pepper than I think than you. But also, you got to remember shape variance right. and the ratio of wrapper to filler much different on my cigar than yours. So you're getting a lot more of the meaty in it. So you're getting a lot more of that Yalapa binder. Yeah. You're getting a lot more of that Nicaraguan filler. Whereas this is scrumptious. My ratio is different. So I'm getting a lot more flavor coming off of that that sun grown wrapper. So I'm getting a little of that sun kissed spice a little bit. Yeah, because usually when I'm having a you know a Nicaraguan tobacco cigar, especially filler and binder, it, it, I'd get crushed with spice right off the top, and I I haven't gotten any of that. Are you feeling the strength though? And are you able to distinguish between? strong strength and strong flavor yes i definitely know the difference on that i don't usually i don't get the the strength until i'm more halfway through i feel yeah you you gotta let it you gotta let the nicotine kind of build up in your system right the the flavor wise it's it's very smooth little little hint of cocoa i would say a little bit of leather and cedar into this maybe a dash of nut a dash of nut (laughs) the last time you said that out loud must have been in your college days. Uh, but yeah, Oliva, like I remember. said, Oliva V, this was... Maybe, maybe when I was cooking. Oh, God. When are you putting a dash of nut in? What dish are you putting just a dash of nut well, in? I'm trying to mix it up, you know? But like, what? tell me, what dish are you doing that uh, in? My ice cream. You're, so you're making your own ice cream and then tossing in a dash of nuts? Yes. So you could have said, like, maybe a tilapia, like an almond across the... See, there's actual dishes. You just went, you went for the low-hanging fruit. Because, like, the last couple of days I've been eating out and only making chicken enchilada casserole. So it's been really pathetic on my meal choices the last couple of days. I feel like that's one of those things you see, like, like one of the recipes online. It's not, not a real recipe. It's like, take all the ingredients for this and just put it in a, Basically. In a, in a, in a casserole 100%. dish and then cover it with cheese. Yep. Yep. Like the cheeseburger casserole, it's, just ground beef and cheese and bacon it. in a it's casserole like, It's dish. like um, hamburger helper. I was going to say, it's like hamburger helper. Right. It's just a little bit healthier. There's no process. <laughs> Try this new hamburger salad casserole, just lettuce it's with been a burger long meat. It has. I took, I took a couple days off and I'm still tired. I think you're more tired than I do. Probably. Brutal. It was. This is, this is nice, though. It is. This is, how, this is why I like doing this on Friday afternoons. It is, yeah. Because, you know, maybe you're a little you, relaxed. If you had a drink, it would have been better. So much better. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Look at the ash on mine. I'm appreciating that. Yeah, nice, like tight. That. You're, and see, this is, uh, again, don't tell no, just let it, let it go. Let it go. I wasn't gonna so his was a little cracked on the bottom, uh, unfortunately, from poor uh, humidor care on somebody's part. Secret Chris. Secret Chris. I don't want to blame Secret Chris, but I'm he's not here, him. so I'm blaming Secret Chris. Oh, I fixed it. But see, but look, fixed, how that, look, that that, look at that burn on that and how it kind of fixes itself. It There's not a ton of cigars that do that, but you're seeing them more and more. Cigars that are so well rolled that when something... Now, there's cigars that are rolled well, but maybe there's accidentally a stem or there's a little little air pocket in there and that's going to affect how it burns. But a cigar that's rolled well and then something else happens, like you drop it so it cracks the edge, most of these high-end cigars will be able to fix themselves with very... Maybe you got to do one little touch-up with a lighter, but otherwise, they're, they're pretty set. Are you getting a tight draw on yours? Mine's nice and open, nice and loose. Mine's a little tight. Did I cut too? It looks like you cut the right amount. That's um, what I thought. Maybe try squeezing the end a little bit. Sometimes that, that can help. It looks like it was cut perfectly, honestly, for, for a torpedo. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Not still a little tight. Well, we're not going to pass the Dutchie over. Let me try it. So that's, that's no, how this works. Well, no, that's, that's a different show. <laughs> That's our late night show. <laughs> so if you guys want to see us on, on Spike uh, TV, HBO 64 at uh, 11 o'clock at night, uh, that's that's us. Followed by our our documentary on why Game of Thrones sucks I, this year. <laughs> uh, it just mean you say it sucks over and over. It sucks. It sucks so bad. It sucks. <laughs> I heard it stunk because the writers rushed. I think you told me that. Yeah. So I found out that the writers, 
I guess I didn't see the sign downstairs, <laughs> um, that the writers um, or the showrunners are part of Disney and Star Wars. Mm. That's what I heard. I didn't read anything. Well, no, they definitely opinion. are. So They're what's happening the, is Disney movies or the right, new series, and, right? And Disney wants to get going on it. So that's why it got rushed. I also think you know. They're, they're putting too much money into it. Man, I can't stand when someone rushes through a project because their schedule changes and they try to affect your schedule and what you're doing to make their day Where better. does that ever happen, Oh, Nick? man, it happens. It really man, does. Unbelievable. Um, so we're just talking about food. And yes. it's, I, I want that to be a big portion of this program. We should. Because we're both actually cooks. We're both fellas yes. who can cook. Um, you actually, like, you just cook. I create fine cuisine. Is it what are you talking about? I do, but you I just, just don't have time. You just said you made enchilada well, hold casserole. Hold on. hold on. Hold on, Nick. Nothing you I know make my, has the you word know, casserole you, 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 you know my life is with two kids. Before the two kids, I was cooking every night, every day. Before I even had this job, when, you know, my wife would come home, every day I was cooking. What were you cooking? Um, pulled pork, chicken parm. I had a nice little chicken paprikash. Uh, You're so stuffed, hungry. Stuffed peppers, um, chicken al king. This sounds Delicious. like it would be a fantastic menu at the basic bitch restaurant. Chicken parm, stuffed peppers. Uh, what else do I make? Wait, I'm not going to sit there and say I well, make I'll, almond crusted chicken. I'm going to tell you right now, and this is what you have one up on me. I, I, I'm going to toot my own horn first, but I'm going to pass the horn to you. Appreciate it. All right, so we're, we're in a jazz trio. Oh. Um, I'm a fantastic cook. What? What instrument am I playing? <laughs> I didn't want to say it in the microphone. That's they terrible. probably heard it. Probably. Um, but, well, oh, I'm a fantastic cook, except with one of the most major foods. I am garbage making chicken. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I eat steak because I know I, know I can play with it. I can but make you also can different cook it, under, you know, not undercook it. Not undercook it, but, it, but like... If you cook it too much or cook it too little, it's you not can terrible. Yeah, but chicken, if it's over, there's, there's such a... A medium, like you got to get it within this area. Because if it's overcooked, it's super dry and it's gross. And if it's undercooked, you get uh, salmonella. Well, thank you for coming to me and talking to me about that. I appreciate. I mean, that. no, it's not like a life so, issue that I'm coming to you for advice. I'm just telling you that this is what happens. So a lot of times, I, I love drumsticks, chicken, like the big ones, like the ice creams. No, like the actual chicken oh. drumsticks, and I like them grilled. So what I'll do is I'll cook them in a, in a dish with barbecue sauce, throw it in the oven for 350 for like an, oh, no, it's not 350. Oh. 275 for an hour so the insides get cooked mm. bring it to the grill and just touch them lather touch them up them? touch them up on the grill oh you don't just just put your finger no I, I touch them afterwards oh. so i put it on the grill and i'll, I'll get them all nice I, and charred i can imagine your baby face just like covered in barbecue oh, like so gnawing on a drumstick so and just have this so the same look you had yesterday yeah. when i bought you that frosty yes oh you were mm. so happy i was so happy you were so excited yeah i was you really so were. that's where um I'm, I love the grill. The grill is the grill is my home. I am so upset because even chicken cutlets, which was one of my favorite things that my mom makes, and she she makes a, a very basic cutlet, but it's so good. All my cutlet, I, I think I got to get that. I use the hammer thing. Like they're never you got to tenderize. They're you never make them a little thin thinner. enough. They're never thin enough. I always make them. I, I buy if, already sliced. It says thin cutlets on the package. Really, and that's still they're you just, have issues because there's always like that one part of the cutlet. So you that's get too a little thick. wax paper. You get a little hammer. Don't use the rigid part because it'll destroy. Right. Destroy it. Take the thin side. The thin side. The, the smooth side. Smooth side. Jesus, struggling, <laughs> and just. Hammer out with wax paper. Not too hard. Start from the middle. Work your way out. Because you work on the ends, it'll, it'll break the outside. Hmm. Do, you, do you do a regular, just a cutlet, straight up cutlet? Yeah. So you do that, little side of broccoli rabe. You're a broccoli rabe. I'm not. It's too bitter for me. It's, but yeah, that, it's the best of both worlds. It's bitter tasting broccoli, but heartier spinach. I'd rather like roast a bunch of vegetables with like full clove, cloved garlic inside ah, and eat the garlic, garlic whole. Garlic oh my god! Amazing. You can never use too much. No, I don't think I've ever used too I, much I garlic. I agree. I hundred percent agree with that. Uh, yeah, I've, I've actually I've recently become. What is that uh, for now? Hundred percent. <laughs> don't talk about. It. I know. I just, secret, I just... secret Greg Waters. <laughs> secret Waters. That's what you need. You need a secret water yes. right now. Uh, I, I become I uh, a pretty big crocker. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pulled pork yet? Pulled pork, ribs. Uh, brisket. You've seen my brisket yep. on my ribs. Ribs. I, ribs I got huge. a new one. I got, well, it's, it's a pressure cooker, but it has a slow cook feature. Okay. But it's a brand new one that my roommate got me for Christmas, and I know how that sounds. <laughs> that my male roommate got me a crock pot for Christmas. Uh, 
We'll be sending out save the date soon. Um, Were you registered at? <laughs> the crock pottery. <laughs> crock pottery barn. <laughs> but anyway, it's got a... Here, but here's what threw me off. God, this has really gotten to like a home and garden freaking episode. By the way, we're smoking a Leva V series. Very delicious cigar. Very robust. Sued to HGTV yeah. at 11 o'clock at night. Greg and Nick's podcast. <laughs> My wife doesn't work, and I relace shoes. I put it $10 million. My husband works downtown, but I want to live by the beach, so we decided to live by the freaking beach. I collect butterflies for a living. <laughs> oh, God. And my wife is non-existent because we're divorced. Our budget is $30 million. I pay alimony every, every, about three grand a month, but hey, uh, down the beach next to uh, work, that's where I want to be. I, my oh, job fine. is in the forest of Seattle, but we're looking for a nice Malibu beach house. I'll commute every day, it's okay. As long as my honey gets whatever she wants. Anyway, uh, uh, so what threw me off about the crock pot <laughs> is that, so usually a crock pot has three features on it. Yeah. What does it got? You uh, tell me. Uh, warm, low, and high. Yeah, so the, the, the low is to cook for I like eight hours. No one can. That's why I'm single. <laughs> my Tinder is just pictures of my back. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many hits I get. On your back? On my back, yeah. No, like actually. Oh, God, stop. All right. Uh, it's a low. <laughs> low for like, the, you know, in eight hours, you, like, you want a tender pork, right. you low. Uh, high if you want the same thing but you want it quicker because you have no patience yep. and then a keep warm so maybe if you make a queso or like some kind of dip right. spinach dip so artic- this artichoke. one has a low a high a keep warm but also a medium uh, see you can't mess with that I don't like, but I don't know you what don't what mess it, with that you can't you can't, you can't. risk a meal no, on a medium because it's, it's ours you're, you're putting three pounds of meat in a crock pot you're not going to risk you can't you can't risk it well, I was a little, I figured out the perfect, so any, any recipe that's like, oh, eight hours on low, what I do. Four hours on high. I do six hours on low, hour and a half on high, and it, it's actually, it, now that I've got it dialed in, it's more perfect than my previous crock pot. Okay. You got to get it dialed in, though. You got to get that dial. Oh, is, that, is it an actual dial or is it a push button? Mm. No, it's a push button. And it's got Bluetooth. I can check on them from my phone. Stop. It's awesome. Like you can actually see it? Mm-hmm. And you can set a timer so it can just shut off. So if you're... That was always one of my biggest things. Like, I want it for eight hours, but I have something to do after work. Wow, big money's over here. Dude, I mean, my roommate... You got the Bluetooth Bovida Butler, and you got the Bluetooth Crock-Pot. Yeah, if only I know how to use my phone. <laughs> and I have a, a Nokia flip phone, which can't use any of them. It's like, it's like the guys, the old guys, the, the blue flip, Samsung. I had oh, like, uh, like Gibbs from NCIS yes. still has a flip phone. Unbelievable. Uh, Boba the Butler, though, fantastic innovation. Fantastic. Yes, it really is. It was. Um, so we're, we have other segments, but let's talk about we're, we're getting to the, you know, you're getting to the, the crux of the cigar now. Crux, by the way, is also the name of a cigar company. But what, uh, what are you getting? Starting to, starting to feel the strength. You look it. <laughs> um, you look like you've been crocking it at, at eight hours. <laughs> right now you're getting a little tender. It's going to peel you apart with a fork. <laughs> uh, you right? <laughs> I'm just waiting for you, you and your roommate to buy sheets for each other. Um, he did buy me light bulbs. <laughs> as a present? Yeah, but they're nice. They're, they're different colors. What, what do you... Okay. No, dude, they can, you could do different colors from your phone, and they last for like 50 years. They're really cool. They're very expensive. It really hasn't changed, like, flavor profile to me. I, I, I think ever since I lit it up, it really, to me has been tasting pretty much the same. Just the strength is, is building up, which obviously I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chocolate notes are opening up a little bit. I'm, I'm like... Now, what I appreciate I, about this, Greg, is that you're no bullshit. You don't, you don't really read cigar... Like, I have to read cigar reviews of, of new stuff to kind of keep up with the industry. You don't, so you don't know... Well, like, these terms you're giving me to describe your tastes... Are not just like, oh, I read that they use these terms a lot, so that's what I'm going to say. You're right. actually just Well, and that's the thing, too, is like I read them as well, and I'll sit there and I'll be like, so what did, not what this guy said about this cigar, it's just what have they said about cigars, and I'll sit there and be like. I don't taste that. <laughs> nah. Uh, Doesn't taste like hay to me. No. So really what I look for is that spice factor, mm-hmm. I think is a big thing that I look into, look in for cigars. Um the you know that aftertaste I mm-hmm. think is a big thing when I smoke that's, cigars. That's number which one. Which I'm not for me. getting with this. That's number one for me. Is I a, agree. Is, is a it's same thing with whiskey. 
And right. I know a lot of whiskey aficionados, you know, I like something. It can be super brutal, spicy, or whatever on the front end, but if it goes down easy... Right. It's that burn in the back of your throat. Yeah, that I don't you, like they, that. No, that's terrible. That's what you get on, on, on basic whiskey, right. not, that, not my stuff. No. Um, but I'm glad you're enjoying it. This was, when I was in, working in the store, this was one of the those few, and we even talked about it a little bit last week with Miguel, there was those few full, not like Opus X where it was like hard to get, but those few regular release but full-body gems. You had the Oliva V, you had the Partagas Black, you had the Elrico Habano, the La Gloria Serie R, uh, you had the, what was the, uh, the CAO Brasilia. Um, I'm missing one. What the hell am I thinking of now? Give me a second here. It's going to come to me. Oh, the uh, Hoya de Nicaragua 1970 Antonio. The, you know, the ones that yeah, come yeah. in those really big shapes mm-hmm. and sizes? Those were one of the first boxes of cigars I ever bought. Because they were, they, even to this day, they're still, they were... You know, for a box, I think it was a box of 15 back in the day. It was under, it was like $110 for 15 wow. of them. And they're, that's a good smoke, those Oliva, those uh, Hoyas. Very, very good smoke. I will say I'm having a bit of trouble with keeping this one lit. But I should, I, it's because I'm talking a lot, too. You are talking a lot. Also, the smaller sizes go out a little mm-hmm. bit quicker, right? Mm, so going back to cooking... We're going to go into the the pairing is caring. Pairing is caring. Pairing it could be caring. fun. It could. <laughs> it could. <laughs> Maybe not. It's like that all American hero uh, commercial. GI Joe. No, like oh, oh the oh, the damn. Do you just, Why, I need Joe. to start remembering things. <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs> like I can't you remember. Forgot your water. You can't remember the I, league. You can't remember something about an, a hero. Just let it go. I'm going to let it go. So frozen. we're going to pair a cigar with our favorite. We went with barbecue. Like barbecue. It's, so it's the summertime. It's, it is summertime. Summertime. Summer, and summertime. I would say the living is easy, but for you, it's just becoming now it's going to be more of a nightmare. No, no. Grilling's the on. worst, especially because my kid wants to go outside. So he'll sit there at the door and just slam on the door. Da, 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 just crying because I'm outside. It's terrible. And then I rush. Your and then one I little ru- escape. And then I ruin the chicken. And then it's all over. No one so has dinner. So you have trouble with no chicken as well. No one then, eats. Then my wife stops talking to me. Then I sleep on the couch. Then the kid shits so you, out of So you do pants. get a little vacation at the end. <laughs> so what, it all the, works the, out. The shit out of the pants. <laughs> it, all comes out, it all comes out in the wash. I, I, there was one time I... Oh, this is terrible. But he's he exploded out of his diaper. I, and I took... His onesie, put it over a branch, took a hose to it, and I Snapchatted it. That's a dad and, way to clean something. And someone came back to me, oh, your, your elderlies wouldn't appreciate that because your they use, used, used cloth diapers. I'm not going to say who. Who the hell is elderly? I'm not going to tell I'm going to be you the eyes of, nah, I can't tell you. Huh? No. The one above. Oh. Um, yeah. Mm. First of all, she said your elderly is like, is there like an elder council that you report to? Like your grandparents. Oh. Do you want to know? Well, my grandfather, this is John P. Libretti Jr., mailman and and uh, worked in the trash business, like the, um, what the hell was it? Uh, The mafia? Junk. Junk. No, my my great-grandparents had a a junk business in Queens, very prosperous, actually. Definitely mafia. But no, dude, not the money we made. If you saw where my dad grew up in Flushing, it was not mafioso. But, um... One day when I was a baby, I was an infant, so I was still in diapers. Uh, the whole family went to church. My grandparents were visiting, and everyone went to church except for my grandpa was one of those, like one of those nice Italian men, but like just didn't go to church. Like he's like, I, I don't, you guys do that. I'm right. not going. Like, same thing. My dad's like, you, you guys go, but like I'm not gonna go. Um, and I had an accident, and he used newspaper, like wrapped me in it. Is that why you have your problems now? <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I hate the Daily Record. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's why I never read the comics. No, no. I never read <laughs> the obituaries. Wow. But yeah, he li- literally, they came home and I was, but wrapped, pro- like it looked like a, a diaper made out of newspaper. It was very nicely wow. done. Wow. So anyway, back to sharing and yes. pairing is caring. <laughs> sharing, sharing, pairing, we're, everything. We're, we're, we're so sharing off, everything. We're basically the, the, the <laughs> metro right now. We're just so <laughs> off track. <laughs> That's a subway this, joke this for, is all, what happens, for all our commuting yes, fans. This is what happens when we don't have a, secret a right, up, right up in Secret Chris. Oh yeah, no Secret Chris. So we're going to pair a cigar with our favorite barbecue. Yeah, favorite like grilling items. Because, right. you know, summertime so. is coming. You're going to Memorial Day is this weekend. So, yeah, it's Memorial Day weekend this weekend. Oh, wow. I know. You have no plans, do you? You have nothing. No, I think I, I, think I actually get a, a day with the wife on Monday. That's plans? <laughs> no. That's not plans at all. <laughs> 
It's nice, but it's, it's not plans. Uh, yeah. What's plans? Like I have, I was, I have Where'd a barbecue go? that I'm doing, and then I have was invited to two other ones. I got to stop by. Wow, three barbecues. Yeah, I'm gonna eat. I'm is gonna, that a, is that a brunch, well. lunch, and dinner? No, just a lunch, lunch, lunch. Oh, okay. I mean, what's wrong with three lunches? Nothing. As long as you I spread them lunch. out with plenty of whiskey I th- in between. I think, I think lunch is the best. It's, always, it's my biggest meal. It lunch. is. Mm. So we're going to pair a cigar with number one favorite, or one of our favorites, is barbecue chicken. Y- yes. You go first. Because I'll I be honest, first. I'm not. You're not a huge barbecue chicken guy. I, oh, I'm glad I went first. My chicken has to be two ways. Fry, like KFC style fried chicken, or anything involving a cutlet. I gotta get you I some of my barbecue chicken. Or chicken thighs aren't bad, but I don't like just a plain old drumstick because there's because it's like a nice flavorful outside and then just chicken on the inside, like just meat on the like. It's, well, I want the flavor throughout. Then. You gotta have my chicken then. I mean, you, you're making all these freaking dishes. You don't ever bring them to work because it doesn't taste good in the microwave. Right off the grill, like after the crispy and everything else. Well, I'll bring in my George Foreman and we'll make it work. I got the sandwich maker. You mean the panini maker? The sandwich maker. It doesn't make sandwiches. So barbecue chicken cigar. Now, are we in the event of eating the chicken? Or well, I just hope chicken? you don't use the one that I had in my mind for the next food. I that already, would be, that'd be terrible. I it? know. It'd be terrible if you told me what it was right now. <laughs> hmm. Well, why don't you want to think? I might, go, you got, you got I might go Fuente Maduro. Which one? 858. Oh. Rich, but still light yep. and morning-y. Because you can yes. eat definitely eat barbecue chicken in the morning. Because chicken's light. Why is chicken not more of a morning thing? I think yeah. it's because how it's cooked. I have so many text messages from people. I think they're all fans of the podcast. I got to tell them. Oh, are they going to say hi? Do you want me to wave? Oh, oh no. It was Mr. Boom. Oh. Anthony. Oh. Tell Anthony to come up. No, he's good. He's going to make too all much right. noise with his, with his yeah. legs. Uh, so, yeah. Why is chicken not more of a morning food? Because if I went to if I, I, I agree with the pairing. But well, you got chicken and waffles. Yeah, but that's that's a specialty item. That's not a normal. I think because of how it's prepared and how long it takes most of the time to cook. Breakfast, I feel like, is something that you need not very <laughs> Just hit quickly. Hit the microphone with my cigar. <laughs> Let me know if it makes a noise. You didn't burn this. No, I just hit it. Uh, well, you tapped it. it. You said, "Hey, hey. I'm here." Um, just because I told that crockpot that story, and that's how I talk now. <laughs> Yes. Um, Piece of garbage. So I think that's why, because breakfast, you want something a little, little quicker, less prepare Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say like an omelet station, but those, the eggs take pretty quick to cook. They're, but I don't, I don't think eggs and chicken go, go yeah, well, but there didn't, is, didn't there's a lot have of, a, have like a, a chicken yes, egg they, biscuit. They also have um, a lot of Japanese like dishes have the egg and the chicken. Like the, what, the panko? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. katsu? Cool. I, 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 don't, I know nothing about Japanese that's cuisine, the, That's good stuff. I've had sushi once. I do like a good teriyaki stick. Oh. Mm. I love Where how... the hell do you get teriyaki well, do you, stick? Did you ever notice how, uh, like, Chinese restaurants used to have just, like, on the appetizers, it just have chicken teriyaki on it? But now that, like, more cultural, like, we more cultural knowledge has been spread and everyone knows, like, oh, teriyaki is a Japanese dish. Right. So now the Chinese menus just say chicken on a stick. Is that they really what, yeah, what Same happened? sauce. They just don't call it teriyaki anymore. Oh, that's, that's funny. Never, yeah. I never realized oh, that. Oh, I analyze menus. It's, it's my, side, my side hobby. My side hobby. It's just you could go home menus. and open a drawer and there's just menus flying oh, everywhere. What do we got today? Do you Ooh, have, like, a binders? New York Deli? Ooh. <laughs> do you have binders labeled, like, when you had, like, oh, no, had baseball it's, cards? It's all on USBs now. It's all... It's all classified oh, and, and categorized oh yeah uh, so you're going I, I agree with that i agree with your pairing a nice light-hearted yet smooth 858 maduro with barbecue chicken beautiful i'm gonna do ribs nice barbecue oh. slather up dude i show you so you had one you had one of the yes. ribs my easter ribs that was good what was that, that? that the was, sauce it was good sauce and it wasn't a barbecue well there was barbecue sauce well, in it but it wasn't a it was a mixture of everything it was a barbecue it's funny I'm I'm real, not, I don't want to give the recipe out on here I realized a lot of uh, no, I'm not trying to be you know a jerk about this but my my in-laws are Italian and they always have concoctions with barbecue sauce yeah it's like only them though well dude it's an old thing from the depression when uh, like the you know, my great grandparents were raising kids, and maybe you could only afford one jar of something a month, so you had to find a way to mix it. Do you know what the first cereal was? Yeah, Mike? But like some of the oh, the ash just fell. Fallen ash, fallen ash holes. <laughs> um, 
but like a lot of it's like molasses. You, you're you're telling me in the Great Depression, everybody's like, I got a jar of molasses over a jar of bar, you know, something else. I, I guess? don't think they had just Heinz barbecue sauce in the thirties. Well, whoever decided dude, do you know what the first one of the first cereals was like? Uh, so they would have like a, the big pasta dinner on Sunday, and then Monday morning before all the boys, because my grandfather had eight brothers and three sisters. Right. Um, the breakfast would be they would take the the stale bread from the night before, like the bread they would have with the macaroni, and they would break it up with milk and sugar, and it was like the first cereal, just like stale bread that they would get soggy in the milk, and then they would add sugar to it. That's how you made it work. Wow, you just blew my mind. I know. Anyway, uh, ribs. So back to ribs. Uh, now that I, I've gotten really finicky, like with my meats, and I, I don't buy just like generic, like those ribs I had on Easter, big thick ribs. Right. Like I'm I want, baby, I want. A, I'm a yeah. baby back guy. I don't know what the difference is between a pork rib and the baby oh, back. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I thought it was like a different in size or something. No, 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 just different animal. Is it? Yeah, beef ribs and pork ribs. Wow. Yeah, you didn't know. I'm, really, I'm really on top of everything you gotta today. Really be. So for I a nice a barbecued rib, I'm gonna go with the Crown Heads La Carême. Medium body, but sweet. That wrapper on it, that broadleaf wrapper, gives it a beautiful sweetness. Gotta have that still. I gave you some. You should have I know. it. You should have it this weekend I'm, with. I'm, I'm being ribs. a professional and aging it. As no, I roll you don't. My eyes. Do, we, do I, I need know, to talk I'm about kidding, aging with you again and no. what you should do? No. Oh, I, mean, I was trying to make. Yeah, it then go ahead. Further. Go ahead. Oh, well, no, 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 go ahead. You're gonna no, be no, uh, I, fresh. Just, you're gonna be fresh. I wasn't cut. trying to be fresh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, th- I just wanted to stick with. But go. Let's finish up preparing us caring. So I got ribs. What are you up to? What am I up to? What's my next go to? I'm gonna go steak because. What kind? Ribeye. If, that, if I'm going to grill at home, that's probably what, what I'm going to go to. Something mm. strong. You're so deep in thought. So deep. You see me playing with the cigar with my I fingers. Do. You're like, like an evil genius. Like, like, I'm like, hmm. Like I'm smoking a cigarette that just came on the other side. <laughs> Invisible cigarettes. And then I blow out and I, and I tell you my answer. But I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> well, something... I'm hearty. sorry. It's some hearty. I don't, you know. I would suggest something. Maybe this Oliva V would be a good. This Oliva V would be good, especially because when you're when you're concocting, you know, you, you don't have to put a lot of seasoning on a steak, but you're definitely going to put salt and pepper, maybe a little garlic powder. Right. So it's going to have a little bit of a zest to it. Hearty, heavy meats. You know, it's like pork is a, is a very light meat. Steak right. is a heavy meat. Juicy. I can go, I can go with this. Oliva V. That's what happens when I've only smoked, what, 10, 15 different cigars so far. Yeah, but you're, dude, you're much farther at your one-year point than I was. True. You know, so you're getting there. I mean, you'll never be I think me. maybe like a My Father with the spice and the steak. Like the original that. My Father line? Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's good. I think I'd go with that. There you go. Bam. All right. Salt Bay. Salt Am I allowed bay. to say that? Am I allowed to say that? I take hey, the, I, I should we he... take the ash and be like, Ash Bay. Ash Bay. <laughs> That's what we should do. Every every time Ash falls, we just pick an Ash Bay. Ash Bay. And then we say goodbye. <laughs> we say goodbye but I got halfway through before the Ash broke off. And, that was good. I mean, and, I, was, and, I, was and, that was, and it was it was broken on the bottom when you right. lit it up. Yeah. Just. So what do I got? I'm going with... I'm not just going to say cheeseburger. I'm going like, with like a bacon blue burger. And I know you hate blue cheese. Yes. But I'm going to go with bacon blue burger... Or like a jalapeno burger. So I always okay. add stuff to my burgers. I add diced jalapeno. I'm going to tell you my what I do to my burgers when you're done. When I'm done, you're going to tell me what you do? And then I'm going to hash it. <laughs> I'm going to go with Todos Los Dias. Okay. Because of that distinct red chili pepper flavor. And also, very much like a steak, burgers are hearty, heavy, meaty. Fill you up. So you, you up. you're ready to rock and roll with that? Fill you up. And you're gonna need, you need a heavy cigar to, to, to digest after that. You're going right. to have a lot of body problems going on. Too many. Too many body problems. So what I do with the burger, I make a breakfast burger. I saute diced onion and bacon bits. Mm-hmm. Cool it down. Take 85-15. Mix it together. Grill that. Once over light egg. <coughs> on a, <coughs> Sorry. On a, it's okay. So excited. I know. <laughs> Uh, once over light egg, cheddar, American, whatever you're into, on a sandwich-sized English muffin. And the sauce is mayo, ketchup, uh-uh, and uh-uh. chalua. You lost it. You lost me. No, all three. No, you lost me at mayo. <coughs> <clears throat> I'm 
I can't stand mayonnaise in general. It's much light. less on an egg. It's what's well, light. I don't care. It's gross. Oh. I don't usually put guys. Ma- please I, for for our YouTube I followers. I don't, don't usually YouTube. hold on. Mm-hmm. I don't usually put mayonnaise on burgers. I'm just saying that's the only time I, I do it. I want you to comment. What, should you put mayonnaise? First of all, I'm going to say on burgers in general, which I can I can deal with on a burger in general. McDonald's does it. I get it. But would you put mayonnaise on a breakfast burger with an egg on it? The only reason why I'm saying that is because usually you butter your English muffin. The next thing to a fat is mayo. And I think mayo is better than, than <laughs> Next butter. Next thing to a fat. What does that yeah, mean? Yeah, like butter, butter's fat, like a yeah. fat. Like you do put it on your English muffin. Mayo is kind of like... Is, Kind of like that fatty, yeah, I, I necess- oily kind of thing. I wouldn't necessarily put it on my English muffin for that I'm instance. I'm telling you. I'm All telling right. you. Make me one and we'll see. I will. And then I'll put I'll put it on the side for you. You know what I'm doing this weekend for the first what time? What are you doing? I'm buying some steaks. I don't know if I'm going to do ribeyes. Or maybe there's, there's some... Steaks. Well, listen. There's some cheap fillets I can get from Wegmans. By the way, Wegmans is where you should buy all your shopping needs. Um, and I'm going to make my own burgers, but I'm going to make my own... Chuck, I'm going to ground them in a, Ooh, in a food processor. You were talking about that. I'm going to do it because it's actually fairly easy to do. You do it in a food processor, and apparently that's what all, like, the higher-end burger joints, like, uh, the what's the place we go? Zen uh, Burger. They make their own. you got to make your own Chuck there. Do they, like, keep those big pieces of fat from the steak in there as well? Uh, I don't know. Would do. you cut that out? I don't like, know. We're gonna, I have a few recipes that I pulled up on the Google. I would cut maybe a little bit of that out, I feel. But you, the same you, you're, you're trying to get that same ratio of that 80-40 yeah, that you yeah, have. Yeah, you don't want to have too much. So what is too much? What's too little? All right, well. I guess we'll find out. Hmm. And then what's your dessert? What's your barbecue dessert? Well, if I'm s'mores. Out, s'mores. No, nah, I have a bad thing with marshmallows. I don't was know it, why. Was it, was it bad history? I, no, no. Did she cheat no, on you? No. No. It just I, If I have too many marshmallows, it's, I'll see you tomorrow. But like, what is too many? Like two or three. All right, yeah. So, but what about like mini ones in your hot cacao in the winter? No, won't do it. No, no, okay. I don't like it's it in there. It's, it's I like I, I'm a huge chocolate fan. I only like it in the s'mores. I like a melted marshmallow right. in that ratio of marshmallow, chocolate, and graham cracker. I don't just like I can't just pop marshes. Right. I probably go. Uh, I probably go ice cream. I have to go ice cream. All right. Because it's you're warm. You're outside. I don't like any like fruity desserts like ice pops. Not even or, a Luigi's. Watermelon Italian ice no, in, the, in the cup with the. Wind. I know what you're talking about. I'm not saying you're wrong. A it's Luigi's just not my go-to. Watermelon Italian. I know. You get the just, little wood scraper. I know. And then you could when you take the top off, you get, you get a few little, licks. Yeah, little, you get a few licks. Get all that there. artificial flavor. I know. Yeah. It's delicious. But I think but. that's a pretty good lineup for a barbecue in terms of meats and in terms of cigars. I think it's a solid line. Yes. So you guys let us know what you're going to be barbecuing and smoking and send what us you're pictures making. Too. You yes. send us cool pictures of you barbecuing and smoking cigars. We can even analyze your, your meats. We would love for you guys to send us pictures of you barbecuing. <laughs> really, I'm just really shocked you didn't go off of that. I'm trying to let it go. <laughs> I've, I've, I've made fun of enough of you today. I know they're going to say something. We've got a lot. Uh, but send us pictures of you smoking Memorial Day cigars. Send it to our Instagram page at JR Cigars, and uh, maybe we'll we'll do we'll have them on the next. But we'll analyze them live. Yes, we'll put that's them on what the I'm next, talking about. Yeah. Oh, that was your idea. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Give us the pictures. We show the pictures. Make sure we're allowed to do the pictures and more pictures. Hundred <laughs> percent. You're just doing it on purpose now. You that little, was on purpose. You little minx. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we should go into don't do that. Don't do that. So. I have an idea. Do you have a don't do can, that? Can I? Can I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, please feel well, free. Well, because you have this fancy smancy lighter with us, give me something with don't do this with your lighter. What do you see a lot of people doing with their lighter that? It's not. I wouldn't say it's necessarily one specific thing. I would say that it's more just overall poor lighter maintenance, and it's very easy to maintain a lighter such as this. Uh, the biggest thing is when it runs out of fuel, it's not broken. You would be so shocked, the people when I worked in the store. Like, my lighter's broken. Like, no, it's just out of gas. Like, the first time you're driving a car. Stop. If really? The, oh, yeah. No idea. That's just, oh, no come idea. On. No idea. Well, this was, don't forget, this was over a decade ago. This was before you would have the little chamber to see where the fuel is. Okay. So, your average folk, excuse me, would just assume that it's not working. Okay. You know, so like if you're so you, there was nothing to see like this. <clears throat> no. I mean, obviously this has a nice little gauge to no, tell but you, but you like it, how many lighters? I mean, not not a lot of the lighters that we have now have a chamber where you can see the gas. Some of them do. A lot more do now, 
but it's a relatively new thing. Okay. <clears throat> um, and then filling up, well, the, the next phase of people would take their juice and just shove it into the bottom and like, oh, it's not working now. Well, you got to remember when you're putting the fuel back into the lighter, you're creating air pockets in there. You have to totally, even there's a little bit of, of fluid left, if you want to fill it up again, you have to do what's called bleeding the lighter. You have to put in like a small, one of those mini screwdrivers, or if you can get a pen in there, hold it right side up, push down, and you're going to see some gas come out, and then you're going to hiss, and all the air is going to come out. you got to listen until the hiss is done. Okay. That means all the air is out of there. Then turn it upside down. Then you put the juice in, your, your fluid in, put it in for a few seconds, then wait, turn it upside down again, and then bleed it a second time because when you put the juice in, another shot of air went in there. So you're creating basically another air pocket in between your fuel. So you turn it over again, fill it up, good to go. And also hold down, especially when you first refill a lighter, hold down your button. And let's see if, it, oh, let's see if cool they can hear this. Don't put it on fire. What? Don't put it on fire. I'm not gonna put it on fire. You like but to you, put things on fire. And only once. But you put it down and let the let the gas build up in there. So okay. that, and then click it on. So let's don't do this. Yeah. Or or actually, or that. that was more of a do that instead then don't of don't do this. that. Yeah. It was a do's versus don'ts okay. situation. Fantastic. So I think we're arriving in our final third. At least for you, mine. I had a, <clears throat> I had a, I had to relight a few times. But you're you were you were you were giving me a lot of facts today. Yeah. So would I too much? Would I too much with the talking? No, I don't think so. They're gonna say something. They no, no. They hate me. I enjoyed it. It was good conversation. It was. Felt like I was a human well, again. Because you were you were contributing. I was contributing. Because you had things. Felt like the 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 <laughs> when Miguel was here, I felt like that guy. Like I'm not allowed to be like, oh, who's this guy? It was just exciting for me because very were, rarely do you see someone of his age. Because Miguel's a younger guy. He's probably a little bit older than me, but a younger guy who still remembers all the old. Because I grew up on the old stuff. Like right. when I first started, it was the old cigars, like those older brands, the Arico Habanos, the La Glorias. Now, all these hipsters and this, this modern-day cigar nerds, all they know is, you know, Black Label Trading Company or this and that. They don't remember, you know, the foundations <clears throat> of the premium cigars, which was really in, in the 1990s during the cigar, but it was really the, the pillars that built what we have now. And so it was interesting for me to be able to talk to him, and he knew about all these brands. But no, you got... Uh, he carried me. I tried to... I was going to make it more of a, oh, you ask him some questions, I'll ask him some questions. But then when I found out he knew about that, we kind of just shit like, oh, you gotta oh yeah, get out of here, kid. I'm just going to go out here and smoke yeah, the cigar, it was which I have exciting. never smoked before, so I didn't have a problem with it. No, I knew it. What was the one we had? We had the La Imperiosa yes. last week. That was good. That was good. That was very, very good. So what's next week? What are we thinking? What are we doing for Pick My <clears throat> Stick next week? I don't know. What do you think? We got we to gotta think we of gotta... two sticks. We also are going to do, uh, similar to Pick Our Sticks, we're going to do a Pick My Logo Ooh. this week. So we have two of our artists here at JRCigars.com uh, available for all your cigar needs. Oh, you need go to JRCigars.com for all your cigars and accessories. We have two of our, our competing artists, uh, Felix and uh, Yames, or Yimmy. Himes? Himes. Himes. Who have made two logos for us for our podcast, and we're going to put the vote out to you guys to let us know which one you think you like best. It'll be on a, one of our Instagram stories next week on uh, in, you know, JR James, Cigars. James Instagram. is a loyal listener. James is a loyal listener and a, just a loyal guy. He is. Felix is more of a wild card. He is. Felix is cool, but he likes to do his own. He's a rebel. Likes to do his own thing. James we should get will, him on the show. James will literally like make you a crock of soup if you're cold. He would. He would put a blanket yeah. or a jacket on. Whereas you know, take his jacket like, off. Felix would like get you a lady. <laughs> Felix is like, yo, I got ladies for you. But, but James is like, oh, know. I made a hearty what? chowder. <laughs> and guess what? Fair you enough. need both of those things to make art sometimes at the same time <laughs> just to make art sometimes you need a lady and yeah. some and a nice french onion <laughs> with the you know with the gruyere on yeah. top oh, so good. and always one bay leaf every bowl of french really? onion soup has one bay leaf in it really i don't know Never if it's true that. my grandfather used to say that bay leaves are poisonous and you can't eat them you shouldn't eat like well you shouldn't eat them no like like but when they're in they're like in a thing for seasoning then you're supposed to take them out yeah yeah i i always a diner french onion soup always a bay leaf Really? Well, are you all right? I, you never <laughs> <laughs> falling apart at the end. No, final I, third no, getting to you. No, <laughs> you really did not eat not eat a bailey. I don't eat them, but like I, he always said, like oh they're poisonous. You can't eat them. Like what happens if you eat them? Oh, I never heard that. Yeah, he always he was also the I same guy who I, wrapped me in newspaper. So well, gotta go with what you gotta go. Love with, my grandpa. I wasn't this, he wasn't the brightest bulb in the crayon pack. <laughs> 
right. Well. Uh, <sighs> so what are you thinking towards the end here? I have to... St- you go first. I've been talking too much. I want to hear your thoughts. St- I, I like I like the... What, this is the Bellicoso, right? Mm-hmm. I like the little tip because I'm, I'm a big chewer mm-hmm. on the cigars. So I like the size for... You know, I oh, yeah. I feel like Clint uh, Eastwood. Yeah, he never smoked something that big. He this was more his size. Whatever. He still had it in his mouth, and he talked like that. Okay. So, and you look just like him. <laughs> get you off, like get the, off my lawn. You look like the backup umpire. It's <laughs> gonna go like I used to umpire. You look like you look like I have the a story. I have, I have a story about umpire. You look like the peewee ump. Like it's not even like a real like an all star league. It's not, you look like oh, the no, local definitely. umpire. It was, de- it was definitely a little league. And you only did it because so, you got free fries at the local little the little food shack the kids would go to. It was a great story about umpiring. So when I was when it was in between innings, I was talking to my buddy. He was at the backstop, and I was talking about how the Phillies were terrible. Mm-hmm. And the Which mom still holds up. Well, I wish. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the parents heard that that I said you know the Phillies suck, and they thought I was talking about the team sucked or their kids sucked, and it became this whole thing. And that was and, the last time. And that was the last umpired. time I ever umpired. <laughs> really? Do? I was just like, I can't. You know, too much drama. I would Already feel bad at the age of fourteen, I'm like, no drama. Have you met my dad yet? Have you talked? No, I haven't talked to your dad yet. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I'll fix that. But my dad was, you know, big ba- college yeah. baseball player too. So, and he was like always the assistant. He can't be the full time coach because he had, you know, he's a lawyer, so he was very busy. But he'd always be the assistant coach. Right. But I'm talking like seven, eight, nine, ten year old baseball leagues. He was like, if there was a back, he would fight with the seventeen year old umpire. That's terrible. <laughs> you look, you, your face is so like jolly, and like this shirt. You look like the umpire. This is true. <laughs> I never really thought about. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that stands behind the pitcher to call the strike. Right, you have the little click. All right, uh, uh, team. Uh, you can't remember how many outs there are. Two and one. Two and one. Two and one. Two and one. Two, uh, there we go. Uh, you have the little thing that you hold, the little, the little mat or whatever it's called. The pad. The yeah, the chest pad. protector. Um, so you like the bigger size. You I like do. the flavor profile. The flavor profile is great. Strength is kicking. Still getting a little bit, little bit of spice. Uh, more leathery now. And uh, Ash, Ash, um, and uh, a little bit of chocolate at the end. It's still, it's been kind of sticking through its flavor profile. I think the, all the way through. It personally. has. Um, I'm going to say something here that's going to be a little controversial. Not a fan of this blend in the Lancero. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, it personally, I don't know. I, it's definitely not bad. If this was the only time I smoked this blend, I would be like, this is a great cigar. I would give it, you know, like 88, 89. But I've had Bellicosos and the, the Double Robusto uh, Oliva V that I would easily give you know, like 91s, 92s to. Um, I'm definitely getting a lot more spice now that I hit it. Like I, I'm I think really paying attention to it. Well, I think what you said, hit, it's, it's more balanced than that with that strong sun-grown wrapper. Right. It's the strength is the same, so very strong, but balanced strength. But then it's almost too much of those flavors now because of the ratio has changed. I would have much rather smoked a double robusto. I think the double robusto in the Oliva V is a remarkable, remarkable smoke, and that's the one I would go to. So it just, but it shows you that, and I, I'm one of the the great tellers of the myth. I'm a huge Lancero fan, and Lanceros can really make a, you know, change a blend entirely. Most of the ones I've tried have elevated a brand, so the the. I was a big Jacob's Ladder smoker. The Lancero Jacob's Ladder was was revolutionary to me. Really? The uh, Steve Saka, the Now Leave Me the Hell Alone Lancero, phenomenal. You haven't tried that? I've never heard it's, of that. It's from the Moistra de Saka okay. line, but this was the one Lancero. He, he didn't want to have to make one, but everyone kept bothering him, so he decided to literally call it the Now Leave Me the Hell Alone, or That's the awesome. NL, whatever the initials right. are. Uh, I will say, though, in the Oliva V, I prefer the, the double robusto size or even the bellicoso size that you had. So... I think another thing we're trying to do is rate rate my stick after we're done smoking yeah. it. So you went 88, 88? Uh, honestly, with presentation and everything, 8-7. Uh, eight, eight, seven. Eight, eight, seven. Seven. What about you? That's the one I'm more, I'm, I, I care more about. Because I, I, at this point, I've smoked like... Oh, you're on a, mine you're are on gonna a, be you're on a pillar right yeah, now. Yeah, mine you know? are going to be so many because of all right. the ones I've smoked. But I'm, for a cigar like this, and that's this famous, I'm, I'm curious to now see what you think. I'm going to go 991. 
with this. There you go. That's exactly what it should be. Yeah. Burned great. Flavor is great. Tobacco, no, no aftertaste, like number one rule. Strength. Nice, nice burn on it, too. Yeah. Very nice burn. Look how tight that is and still well-rounded, not canoeing one side or the other. Very well made. Fantastic cigars. And much thanks to the Oliva Company for making such fine thank cigars. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for all of you guys watching. Or listening. Or listening. Uh, we're now on all major... Wow, this happened there. I got really excited. Ooh. I just became a man. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we're now on all major podcasting things. Uh, we're based on Anchor, but we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Just look for Long Ash Podcast. Um, next week, we're maybe going to start doing a little coupon code for our listeners, so a little reward to you guys. And maybe we'll start doing some of our giveaways that we do during the week. Maybe we'll start doing some via the podcast. Sure. I think and that, that would be interesting. And I, I think also any guys with pictures, questions, yes. anything you guys want us to talk about, we're open to. Um, and then uh, keep out on the lookout for Pick My Stick every week on Instagram. Yeah, and our, uh, and our like our logo, is what I'll call it, for and alliteration's sake. When, are, when do you think we should start putting out the Pick My Stick? Should we keep it like a day? Uh, well, a day or two, because I want to... I wanna, uh, I want to remember them when we film the thing, so. I want okay. To, and I'll, or else I'll forget. Because don't forget, Instagram story, it goes, goes away. See so, ya. Yeah. It's like Thanos. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert from a movie from last year. <laughs> I was just going to end the video in the, in, the, in the podcast at that. It would have been awesome. Mr. Stark, <laughs> where are you? Sorry. And then uh, I was, I'm so happy to see you <laughs> in the middle of war. <laughs> Stop you talking about it. People yeah, I'm not talking about people Actually, they, they, they released the, uh, the embargo on it. Well, it's been, it's been, it's there's been four or five weeks. Obviously, this obviously there's a trailer of Spider-Man Far From Home. We all know. Yeah, but what if it's a prequel? <laughs> it, everybody knows it's not. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Again, Long Ash Podcast. Thank you, and good day.